I'm Jacob Gottwalls, and this is Spiritual Awakening for Geeks, a show for independent spiritual explorers who seek peace of mind, better relationships, and a more meaningful life. I call this episode Awakening as a Creative Process. In this episode, I'll be explaining what the creative process is and talking about how that relates to spirituality and awakening. I'll be defining what I mean by a mystic, and I'll talk about how mystics use the creative process to create their own spiritual path. I'll also talk about how mystics can transcend existing spiritual patterns to become spiritual pioneers. So this podcast has been evolving, as you know, if you've been listening to it for a while. Um, In the uh, last episode, I found a workflow that I'm really liking pretty well, which is uh, to just outline my podcast episode and then, um, uh, and then to work from that outline and to, to do the, the podcast episode, then to transcribe the podcast into a uh, blog post article um, that um, seems pretty efficient, seems to work pretty well and gives me a little bit more spontaneity and, uh, op- uh, opportunity for creativity as I'm recording the episode. Um, but that's not what I'm going to do this time. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to be actually going back to a process that I used earlier, um, which is to be uh, reading from a script. Uh, I have basically an article that I wrote last year um, that I've been meaning to get out and um uh, and the article's really, it was almost finished. It was pretty good. And I decided, um, uh, might as well just, um, put this out as a, uh, as a podcast episode and a blog post. So that's what I'm going to do this time. Um, so let's dive right into that article, which I'm going to read now. If you want to awaken, how do you know what to do? Where can you turn for guidance? In previous episodes, we've explored a number of options. You could turn to technology for awakening. You could turn to a spiritual teacher. Or you could turn to a spiritual or religious group. I'm sure there are many other options as well. But knowing you have options still leaves you with a problem. How do you know which option to choose? How do you know when to seek the guidance of a spiritual group or teacher? How do you know which group or teacher to choose? And how do you know when it's time to leave that group or teacher and move on? If you're not following a group or teacher, and you're not drawn to do so, how do you know what to do on your own to support your awakening? In many ways, this problem is similar to the problem faced by an artist an engineer, or an entrepreneur. On a regular basis, artists, engineers, and entrepreneurs face the task of creating something out of nothing. An artist faces the task of creating a work of art. An engineer faces the task of creating technology. An entrepreneur faces the task of creating a business. And if you want to awaken you're faced with the task of creating a spiritual path for yourself. 
If you've done any creative work, you know how the creative process goes. You might start with some idea of what it is you want to create, and you must work within certain limitations. Within the constraints of those limitations, you use your knowledge, experience, and intuition to do something. You take one step toward creating something out of nothing. There's no guarantee that the step you take will be effective. You can't know for certain in advance, but you take that step anyway. Then you evaluate where you're at. If you're an artist, you look at how the artwork is coming together. If you're an engineer, you test your partially completed technology. If you're an entrepreneur, you look at the feedback the market is providing. And if you want to awaken, you evaluate your own evolution, comparing where you're at now to where you were at before. Now that you've taken this step, the problem has changed. You now have new capacities and new constraints. You now repeat these same steps. Over and over, you use your knowledge, experience, and intuition to take a creative step forward and then to evaluate the results. As a result of this process, if you're an artist, your artwork evolves. If you're an engineer, your technology evolves. If you're an entrepreneur, your venture evolves. And if you're a mystic, you evolve. I use the term mystics to refer to people like me, and perhaps people like you too, people who take responsibility for their own evolution by creatively defining their own spiritual path. The path a mystic takes may at times coincide with paths that have been defined by various groups and teachers. However, mystics are spiritually independent. For us mystics, awakening is a creative process of navigating our spiritual path one step at a time. It's an internally guided journey without a clearly defined destination. Not a problem that can be solved by engaging with any particular spiritual group, teacher, or technology, or by attaining any particular state of mind or stage of development. Skillful artists, engineers, and entrepreneurs don't try to create everything from scratch. They have various tools, supplies, and technologies available to do their work with. They're aware of what others have done before, and they make use of existing ideas and technologies to do their work more efficiently and effectively. Similarly, skillful mystics make themselves aware of what others have done before to support their awakening. A skillful mystic isn't afraid to engage with existing technologies, teachers, and groups. However, mystics engage with these resources in a different way than non-mystics, in that we don't allow ourselves to become subservient to those resources. We have our own internal guidance system. An important part of that guidance system is the call of awakening, a compelling feeling that calls us on a journey toward growth, healing, and self-transcendence. I described the call of awakening in a previous episode, which you can access at spiritualawakeningforgeeks.com slash the call of awakening. It's the call of awakening that lets us mystics know when and how to engage with various technologies, teachers, and groups. 
and it's the call of awakening that lets us know when it's time to move on. What do mystics do when the call of awakening calls them in a direction where there are no technologies, teachers, or groups to provide guidance? They do what all explorers do when they reach the end of civilization, where roads and paths peter out. They start bushwhacking. Mystics are willing to work with technologies, teachers, and groups when these resources exist and are helpful. However, when the existing technologies, teachers, and groups don't cut it, mystics set out on their own. They go exploring, guided by the call of awakening. They sense, pursue, and integrate the extraordinary in the wild on their own. When they return to society, they may define new spiritual paths, new groups and technologies, to help others more easily go where they have gone. Or they may modify and improve existing paths and technologies. These mystics are our spiritual pioneers. The founders of many of the world's religions and spiritual traditions could be viewed in these terms. However, you don't have to be the founder of a religion to do some spiritual bushwhacking. You just have to be willing to follow the call of awakening wherever it's leading you, even if it takes you off the beaten track. See what you discover there, and if it seems worthwhile, share it with others when you return. So that's my article. Hope you enjoyed it. Before I wrap up this episode, I want to say a little bit about what I've been reading and listening to recently. Yesterday, I heard a podcast episode that really caught my attention. It was on Michael Taft's podcast, Deconstructing Yourself. The episode was called Locke Kelly on Awareness, Freedom, and Effortless Mindfulness. And um, I was, uh, this was my first um, uh, time I'd heard. Uh, Locke Kelly or um, experienced any of his work and I was really pretty impressed and excited about it. Um, He's a psychotherapist. He has uh, done a lot of work exploring um, various uh, meditative traditions, contemplative technologies. Um, He's uh, studied some of the, studied with some of the same Tibetan Buddhist teachers that have inspired me in my work. Um, he also has experience with Theravadan Buddhism and is familiar with uh, neuroscience research. And he integrates all of that into his work, which I think is really cool. Uh, and um, uh, it looks like he's been able to um, describe some practices really clearly and concisely um, really well targeted for our culture um, in an egalitarian way with a lot of humility and a minimum of hierarchy. Um, really pretty well aligned with my values and my interests. Um, so I've been, ever since I heard that yesterday afternoon, I've been pretty excited about um, learning more about his work. Uh, I bought his recent, uh, his most recent book, which is called The Way of Effortless Mindfulness. Um, and just started reading it this morning. I've been pretty impressed and, um, uh, 
looking forward to experimenting with some of the practices that he talks about, um, which are quite similar to some of the practices that, um, uh, that I learned in my study of Tibetan Buddhism. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, um, to exploring his take on those practices, seeing how it relates to, um, what I've experienced, uh, seeing what I can learn from it and how I might be able to grow. Um, and, um, and I, and I have a feeling that, uh, this is going to impact spiritual awakening for geeks and, uh, impact how I think about and how I teach meditation and, um, awakening. So, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how all that goes and, um, how all that evolves. Also as a psychotherapist, I was really, um, interested and, um, excited to hear about him talk about how he has applied uh, um, awakening-related practices, uh, non-dual practices, in his psychotherapy work with a lot of success with um, his clients and patients who have experienced a lot of trauma, um, because uh, um, that's that's the work that I do in my own um, psychotherapy practice. So I'm looking forward to uh, learning how I might integrate that into my psychotherapy work as well. So I guess that's it for this episode of Spiritual Awakening for Geeks. Thanks for joining me. You can find show notes for this episode at spiritualawakeningforgeeks.com slash awakening as a creative process, where you can also post your comments. There's more happening at Spiritual Awakening for Geeks than this show, so please subscribe to my newsletter so you can stay up to date. Um, If you subscribe to my newsletter, you'll get a free electronic copy copy of my book on meditation. You can subscribe at spiritualawakeningforgeeks.com slash newsletter. And for those of you who subscribe to the um, newsletter, uh, you may or may not know that um, you can choose whether you get notified about new um, podcast episodes and blog posts. Uh, Just go to the bottom of any um, email you've received from me, and you can change your preferences for what you receive and what you don't. If you're enjoying this show, please rate it and review it on your favorite podcast directory, and that helps more people find the show. Until next time, this is Jacob Gottwalls wishing you many creative adventures on your spiritual journey.